Welcome to the Ocean and Me podcast. I am your host, Caroline. Let's jump into the waves of today's episode. Hello, everyone. Today, my guest is the vice president of the nonprofit called Love Blue, the organization dedicating to cleaning up beaches in the East Coast. So everyone, please give it up for Gerande Summons. How are you today? Thank you so much. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. This is going to be a great, great episode. Let's get started. So I kind of want to start start the interview with at the very beginning. How was Love Blue created? Who started the organization? First, Miss Lewis, I want to thank you again for having me on. It is a privilege and the Love Blue team and I, we commend the work that you do in regards of conservation and awareness. So uh, thank you again. Love Blue was established by our founder and chief, AJ Caruso. He has had connection with the beach community ever since he was a child. And so it started from just him realizing that the issues of waste and pollution derived from going, from tourists going to the beaches on summer. Uh, And so he noticed that there's nothing that's being done. And he so happens to be a part of a very prominent community, Wildwood community. Uh, So on that coast, you deal with a lot of summer tourism and you deal with a lot of, you know, great summer, summer beach fun from uh, visitors. However, those visitors leave great amount of waste. So he decided uh, in Wildwood to establish the Walls of Love Blue with a team of lifeguards and as well as ocean community leaders to see if they could really do something about the waste and pollution that they were dealing with each year that was obviously exacerbating uh, until they took a grab at it. Started off when we were doing the, uh, we started off in the Wildwood chapter and then it became coastal. And then we established it in Stockton and then as well in the Cape May area, um, the, the other chapter. I just want to say something really quickly. I have oh, heck, a, yeah. bit of a childhood connection to the Cape May because um, <gasps> did the, uh, me and my, I have family in New York and we had this tradition where we would go to Cape May, New Jersey for like a week as like the sort of like family reunion and it lasted for like over 20 years. Get out. That's yeah. amazing. So Love Blue kind of like evolved from one town to expanding to very various locations. Is that correct? Yes, that's it so, has. That's so amazing to hear because we're facing like a reality of seeing like so much trash pollution in our ocean. And it's really great to see how this one local organization can expand so quickly in like the East Coast. And it's just like really amazing to hear. So Most definitely. Yeah, it definitely is. So as the vice president of Love Blue, what motivated you to join Love Blue? Did you grow up with a connection with the ocean or did you thought that this was a great opportunity? Interestingly enough, I did not grow up with the ocean, but I did grow up with having organization and community outreach dear to my heart. Um, it is very important for me to make sure that community and connection is emphasized in an organizational way. My goal is to obtain my doctorate in leadership and organization and master's in corporate law. So in this past, uh, in this past, prior to going to college in uh, San Francisco, 
I served at the Chamber of Commerce, served with Future Business Leadership of America. I was honored to serve as the State Vice President for Pennsylvania. So organizational skills, leadership skills, and also communi community connection, taking that to the next level has always been in my blood. And so I did not grow next to the, grow up in the ocean, but AJ and I, we did, we are childhood best friends. And Aww. so, yeah, so, and yeah, so that's the pretty fun thing about our relationship is that we have since, uh, since middle school, we'll essentially say since middle school, going into high school, we became friends, developed friendship. And when I tell you, we've gone through everything from radical high school parties to spontaneous college road trips, we have done it all. And now we're running an organization together. And it started when I witnessed that, wait, you, this organization, the chapters is what really threw me to, to great conviction when I noticed, I said, wow, my best friend is out here doing these great things. He's doing this excellent ocean conservation mission, wherefore, I would, I, I am so proud of him alone. And then he's offering me the position as vice president. And it that so happened when we were speaking about the organization aspect and he was kind of stressed out about, you know, well, how do we do this and how do we do that? And I actually served as a legal advisor before the vice president. So I was a legal advisor for, <laughs> I can say a year and I would just give, you know, discretion and just guidance and things of that nature. Cause I'm also operating my company. So I didn't want to get so overwhelmed. And so then, you know, things have transitioned and, you know, we were, I was congratulating him because we weren't speaking for a while because we were so wrapped up in our own endeavors and our own platforms individually. And so we reconnected. And the next thing, you know, He's like, yeah, you can become vice president. You have what it takes. I said, well, I'll let you guys handle the beach stuff, but I don't mind handle the, handling the public relations and the paperwork. <laughs> so it works out because, you know, what you need in these kinds of positions of organizational leadership is you need, you know, a body that's able to, you know, go in all these avenues. So I can truly say my heart is to represent the organization and the business aspect and all of the professional presentation that Love Blue deserves as individuals are out. Currently, AJ's doing a beach cleanup right now in Wildwood. So it's just like, it's amazing that I'm serving in this position with you and he's out there fulfilling the mission of ocean conservation. So so uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty long with it, but yeah, that that's pretty much my, my duties in, inside as VP. I love hearing that you're kind of like taking taking part of the organization using your best attributes and that's like business finance and other things and I really yes. love hearing that and also on the podcast we had had like um guests who had like business background but still like had enough time to use their time to help the ocean with con contribute to very organizations and correct it just kind of shows you how even if you don't have like a traditional background for ocean conservation, it just shows yeah. you how you can still help with the ocean, even if you don't have a traditional background as a marine biologist or whatever. So thank you so much for helping the ocean with your business. For sure. And I just want to add on to that because it was such a powerful statement that you made. Uh, with my, with what I can bring, uh, President Caruso and I in the future will be providing programs where, for example, rural and inner city and disadvantaged children will have the opportunity to come to our beach cleanups, spend the entire weekend, learn about ocean conservation, and have time to spend with the beach cleanup, 
connect with individuals from different backgrounds. And I believe that that is one just opportunity wherefore it, our base is ocean conservation, but then also community outreach is very important. And so bridging those gaps wherefore we're becoming diverse, diverse and inclusive in those manners wherefore we're asking in such a heavy political climate, and I won't go into details, but in such mm -hmm. one that we all know of, we ask, well, how do we fix these isms that we keep challenging? And it's about relationship. It's about the experience. We're naturally selfish individuals. So it's mm -hmm. when we expose individuals to experiences that they can say, well, I was here before and I, I connected with this and I know how important it is. And so inviting that level of experience and intellect and knowledge to all parties, wherefore everyone is learning something in the community. That's where also some of the projects that we plan on going with Love Blue. I definitely agree because what I definitely see like if you expand more to your your knowledge to other backgrounds and also to more right. people, you're making such a huge like impact on the world because, no because you're acknowledging them, hey, this is a serious problem. We need to help fix it. And I could not yes. agree with you more. Like you're doing such a huge thing with this organization, helping the ocean, cleaning up beaches. This is like a huge thing that's happening and it's making a positive impact on the planet. So I don't know how to thank you guys more. Like you're doing such an amazing job. I just want to applaud you. I hope the audience applauds you. And I really want to thank come you. to a, a love blue um, beach cleanup. Maybe next time I go K May or something. Yes, yes, yes. We'll keep you posted and always go on the website. So that's where our schedules are. Yeah. All right. I just want to go back to um, you for a second because I do want to ask, I know you do a lot of like business and stuff, but I do mm -hmm. want to ask, how would you measure your effect on the ocean with your role in Love Woo? Do you think you're making a positive impact? I truly believe it. Um, and it actually shows, and I love that we were talking about exemplification earlier, but it, it kindly shows that even though I am not physically on the beaches, and I'm behind the desk and I'm letting the word know and connecting with leaders such as yourself to get the word out. I believe I can sleep better at night. Mm -hmm. I believe that I'm making an impact. I even challenged myself after being appointed, honestly, about a week ago, um, I started getting up at 5.30 in the morning and I Dude. made sure that I'm, yeah, what for sure. I wasn't even like, I wasn't even that disciplined for college, okay? <laughs> Dude, I have like a hard time getting up at 6.30, well, well, 5.30, what the heck? It is between the coffee and podcasts <laughs> in the morning. Podca I listen to NPR, I get my head in the right space and just start, but it is a challenge. But when it comes to the operations and stuff, uh, Miss Lewis, I, I really encourage myself, like that's how I make an impact, making sure that by the time the president reaches out to me, I've already have an agenda of completed work. It's easy to go into the office and say, we got this to do, that to do, this to do. And this is just with anybody. And I hope all the listeners just receive this and whatever they're doing personally. It's easy to go into someone's office, into your uh, friend's office, into your personal office, into your uh, boss's office and say, these are all the things I found out that needs to, that needs to get done. But if you wanna be your most proactive, give them a list. If you want that promotion, give them a list of all the things that are done that you did that are completed and so that's where i i have found also from the the executive board uh they said 
Caruso has such an easier mind because he's not worried about certain aspects of the organizational business presentation. That, because Love Blue is starting to develop a very prominent face now, it is necessary for us to have those organization skills in place. But I feel like my impact with utilizing my skills and developing my personal schedule, I'm like, well, I can't make it to every beach cleanup. I can't make it to every uh, outreach, but I can be up 5.30 in the morning. My butt can be placed in my executive chair by 6.30 to 7 in the morning with my coffee. I can be tired, drooping, but I need to be looking at that list by 12 o'clock. Well, honestly, by 10 o'clock, before I hit the double digits, like I say, I need to have at least three assignments done. And luckily I have my own company. So if I believe I can touch Love Blue a little bit later, I need some clearances. I do my summons productions work, then Love Blue, and then we work it out. But that's just how serious and dedicated I have become with my impact with Love Blue. I just want to commend you for getting up at 5.30 in the morning. Like as a 17 year old, I have a hard time getting up at seven, Jesus. Seriously, you are working so hard to make sure Love Blue stays strong. You're punching the numbers in, you're getting the facts out, you're doing everything. I just want to applaud you once again. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ms. Lewis. Oh my God, please call me Caroline. Miss Lewis is my mother's name. <laughs> For sure. I, you know, also I'm from the South, so I'm just respect is key with me. <laughs> Thank you, oh Lucille, for that permission. <laughs> oh my God, I just love you. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So I know, be- I kind of want to ask you, I know that um, Love Blue does a lot of beach cleanups, but do you guys do any other like specific projects? Yes, so we're currently working on partnering with restaurants, hotels, business industries for them to transition from using all plastic wear and use. We're currently partnered with compostable biodegradable uh, straw, a straw company and other alternative based uh, compostable biodegradable alternatives that we're ready to partner with these businesses, restaurants and hotels in order for us to alleviate the waste and pollution issue that we're dealing with in the ocean. When it comes to our uh, partnerships with the straws, we believe that that is something that that businesses can really get ahead of. New, Zer- New Jersey on November 4th just enacted um, the, pro- the prohibition of plastic use um, given upon a customer without the request. So they're striving to weave out the plastic use um, as time goes on. And we understand for many businesses, they are concerned about the financial numbers. Well, well, who can afford these uh, bougie organic, you know, alternatives? You know, I can't do that. We, we understand that, but that's when Love Blue comes in and not only do we provide these alternatives, but they're also cost efficient and effective to make sure that they still correspond with the, with the business approach that the businesses monthly, uh, of the monthly expenses, the mo- excuse me, the monthly expis- expenses, expenses that every business has to take per month. All of those instances. <laughs> <laughs> so Love Blue is like trying to get like less plastic, specifically straws in restaurants. Is that correct? Correct. That's so cool. Was it like an act or was it like a law or policy? Yes, ma'am. So I wrote, and this is our uh, abbreviated letter to businesses. It may have been brought to your attention that beginning November 4th, all food service businesses, including all restaurants, all convenience stores, and food businesses may provide single-use plastic straws to a customer only upon request. 
the Environmental Protection and New Jersey Business Action Center is requiring of all food services to also educate employees and customers about the new enacted restriction. That is so awesome. So with restaurants like not having to use like plastic straws anymore, how would you say that would impact um, the trash that you're seeing, that trash that AJ are seeing specifically um, with the beach cleanups? Do you think there'll be at least less plastic, plastic straws? Most definitely, because the alternatives they use, they will be able to go back into the earth. So if they do end up back on, unfortunately, our land or in the water, they will be able to support rather than because, unfortunately, it, we can't act like we're striving to alleviate litter. litter. That's yeah. not going to happen. We got to be real. That's never going to happen. People are just, they're, 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 they don't love our earth like we love it. So we got to get over that. And so with this alternative, it will help support that nutrition to the earth that we need rather than affecting it like the plastic straws and the plastic utensils are currently doing. And when you think of a prominent bay coast, uh, so a coastal area such as Wildwood, where you're dealing with people having all the good milkshakes and all the drinks and the, you know, the parents, they like to get their little alcohol beverages and stuff. You're not worried about some silly old straw after enjoying it. And then you got the beautiful Ferris wheel and the stock. You're taking your pictures and you're trying to look all cute. You done saw somebody cute walking down the other way and you're trying to get they look. All that stuff, you ain't worried about no straw. Come on, let's keep it real. Let's, we're, we're people, you know, we're people. We're not trying, you know. Oh my God. So, you know, just keeping it real. Yeah. So unfortunately, those poor little struggles, poor utensils, compostable, biodegradable items will be such a positive solution and a more effective solution for those individuals who don't make it to the trash can. Yeah, it's kind of like going back to like saying one simple app can make act can make like a super like a big difference. Most definitely. Yeah. All right. So I do want to like um, mention this super quick. I know Love Blue went to a meeting called Wildwoods um, Crest um, Commissioner meeting. Is that correct? Yes. Do you mind telling me a little bit more about that? Because I saw it on Instagram and I was a little bit intrigued. So interesting. Uh, interestingly enough, that was actually the mission that really struck my attention with uh, President Caruso's drive. It has shown that Love Blue's presentation has gotten uh, official from a government uh, from a government official's standpoint mm -hmm. at the borough. Gov uh, President Caruso he promote he uh, informed the other commissioners of the of the report of the trash and waste report that was collected this summer. What their goals are to be in the summer 2022, and where uh, where any ways that the borough and the commissioner can get involved and, and support Love Blue. That was honestly an introduction to the government world, to the official world, the legislative world for Love Blue. And, and honestly, um, it, it's really more to come. It's more to really, we look forward to, we actually have a, uh, a seminar, a sustainable conference coming up next week that we will be attending. So we're starting to give ourselves a public presentation and President Caruso by attending that commissioner uh, that commissioner's meeting, he presented them the plans of work of Love Blue and what their future, what our future plans of work will be. That's super cool. And that kind of like going, that kind of like connects to my next question. What are you hoping that Love Blue does and becomes in the future? So like, what's the future plans for Love Blue and 
do you think that Love Blue will kind of like evolve into like a bigger organization than it is today or something like uh, that? Thank you so much, Carolyn. Uh, honestly, with the direction that Love Blue is going, we are confident. Mm -hmm. We are not excited. We are not thrilled. We're not hoping. We are confident that Love Blue will become a national then international organization. We understand that it will take time, it will be a process, mm -hmm. but that is our goal as an executive team. We understand that it will take community connection, it will take a beach cleanup at a time. It will take us connecting and putting our faces in those uncomfortable settings. The reason why we are so confident in this move is because, first and foremost, Love Blue has a face of young leaders. I'm actually the oldest leader, I'm 23. And then wait, it's wait, AJ wait, who's wait, 22. Wait, 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 wait. You're 23 and you're claiming that you're the oldest. I am the oldest, yes, on the executive board. Yes, ma'am. My sister is older than you. What the heck? Oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's the big um, surprise that we love to present to the uh, to, to the world that we are young leaders and we're, we don't have anyone's uh, anyone's support, anyone's uh, financial, from financial or economic or political or business, we do not have the support from anyone. Uh, uh, President Caruso says we're starting from the trenches. And I like to say we're starting from foundation. And so we understand that it's going to take some work, but because we live in such a tech era, and I want the listeners to also take this under account. You see me, I'm young, I'm 23, I have a story. And when I come back on, Carolyn, I'm more than happy for you to ask those questions and things of that nature. But we have opportunity and privilege and, and, and leverage that our parents did not have, that even our older siblings did not have. These phones can provide us with an access of true of any kind of world that we desire, of any kind of leadership opportunities, it's going to take some time. But even though it'll take some time and work for Love Blue essentially to get back there, get to where we desire, we understand that by taking those initiatives, by me as the VP getting up at six o'clock in the morning, uh, us attending these kinds of social events, which again, I appreciate us having this time together. Uh, AJ making sure that while he, I'm over here handling these kinds of affairs that he's over there handling the cleanup affairs and whatever kind of else outreach that he needs to be, we understand that it's gonna take work. And we understand that at this age, we're gonna have to work, whether we're working for somebody or we're working for what we believe in and our heart's desires and what we believe is gonna bless us. And at this point, we've decide, decided to put our all in all in order for, we're currently still branching in the East Coast, mm -hmm. but to make a logistical, you know, kind of idea, we are, our goal is to branch out to the West Coast and also in the Hawaii area in partnership and partner with potential surfer competitions. So Love Blue message gets out there in compostability and ocean conservation to that way. So we're really excited for what Love Blue has for what Love Blue is going to have fold, but we are also aware that it's going to take a lot of intentional work and outpour from the leaders. Yeah, I, oh my God, I just don't know what to say. I just want to say thank you and also, I definitely think that you guys are get evolved more and more as the years go on. And I can't wait to see a Love Thank Blue you. logo in my town or wherever yes. I go. And yes. just say, oh my God, they're totally doing it. And yes. I just can't. And wait. you interview, you were the first one to interview. I was yeah. the first one to interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But oh, still, there you go. Like, there you go. Yeah, but still, like, it's so amazing to like, see how, like, this one organization from it came from this idea from like a young man who 
really witnessed like a true issue with pollution yeah. in our ocean and he decided to act at such Most a young definitely. age and it's just so inspiring for me because i'm um an ocean conservationist and i'm volunteering for a all, another organization who's dedicated mm -hmm. to doing beach cleanups and it's just so inspiring to see how this individual has become has made this organization happen and i just really yes. can't wait to see how AJ, you, and the entire organization evolve more. And I just can't wait to see yes. what happens with Love Blue in the future. And I'm going to make a promise to myself to attend to attend a Love Blue beach cleanup the next time I come to the East Coast. Yes, please do. And if you can't make it by the time we're done with what we're handling, we may be in entrusting with you with establishing <laughs> your own uh, chapter or helping us establish one in your uh, nearby coastal area. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh my Most god. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just loving you today. You're just like so much fun. This is like the most fun I've oh, had on an interview. Oh, thank you. I, I hope I, I hope I'm fun. I this is this is a joy. I love what I do. And I to be 23 and to be able to say that it's so hard. To, like it's such a blessing within itself. But everything I do. I love it. So I am just overjoyed that we are developing this kind of friction and young leaders such as yourself. You're 17. You know, you could be out there. That's why I was also so impressed by AJ's move, like you said, of him deciding to just get so involved and get so deep. You know, we all could be on our phones, hanging out, getting ready for the next whatever, you know, getting ready for the holidays or whatever. But we're doing this kind of work. And that's going to be the, 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 the true like that's going to be the harvest that we're going to reap. And I look forward to seeing how you are going to grow and how you're also going to be established as a leader. Because from the sounds of it, we're going to have a spot for you on the team somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope I could be on the team. I could be like your first, um, maybe a shark scientist. You'll probably find out a little bit later that I want to become a yes. Yes, and even if you are being the first exclusive journalist like you are, we can take baby steps. We are open for whatever kind of service you are willing to help us with because we need all the help we can get. <laughs> maybe maybe we could create like an um, Love, Blue, Love Blue podcast or something. I'm down. I'm down for it. You'd be in charge of it. And I can come on once in a while. <laughs> I hope you do. I'm going to actually hold on to you for that if we do this, because that sounds like Most a great definitely. idea. I would love to. I would love to. I, I'm always open for just constantly putting the message of good things out there. There's so many people our age that are doing everything but putting a good message out there. So I believe we need to start making positivity look cool again. We have to start making inclusivity and, and righteous behavior look normal again. You know, yeah. so I'm all about that. I really am. And I appreciate you again, Carolyn, for having me on. Oh, my God. Seriously, thank you, because you guys are making such a huge difference. And I'm just so honored to be a part of it. Yes, yes. A privilege and honor. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our important questions. Um, based, based on your experience with Love Blue, how would you define your relationship with the ocean? I could say intimate and personal. Intimate because we understand the ocean mm -hmm. and personal because everyone who is who comes to our cleanups, they have a story connected to it. Oh, everyone right. who is a part of Love Blue, they have a, a story connected to the ocean. They have a story connected to the beach and why they're out there serving. 
and I like the way how you say beautiful and intimate and I think that's like a really common relationship that everyone has with the ocean because we are really connected to the ocean in so many ways and we need to like acknowledge that the ocean is important to our environment because it just is and with love blue and all one ocean and mm-hmm. with all of these organizations we are helping the ocean to become much healthier for the future so i really like how. oh you say, yes i really liked how you say intimate because i really never like heard it in that kind of like sense but now i could see why thanks um yeah Thank so you. how would you define the relationship between the ocean and humanity? Do you think that humanity kind of takes advantage of the ocean? Yes, I believe like in those moments, like, and it kind of brings back to my, my word of intimate, wherefore, mm-hmm. think of a heartbreaking moment. If you could just go to the ocean and look at it, think of a, a trying situation, think of a beautiful moment. You, you think of the ocean, you think of uh, some kind of water sea, but then when it comes to us taking care of the ocean, uh, even in our best regard, sometimes when we're architecturally designing these astounding buildings that millions of dollars were invested in, mm-hmm. we're destroying mother nature. Yeah. We are destroying the progression of nature. And so we have to be mindful of that. So it's not, it's not even, I don't want to narrow it down just to littering and waste pollution. We as a society from individuals who litter and from the individuals who have the multi-million dollars and the billion dollars to establish these places where you are incorporating nature and nature and uh nature and electricity and human 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 luxury it affects mother nature so i believe that there must be a level of mindfulness and responsibility on all hands moving forward yeah i totally agree and that kind of goes with what do you think the biggest challenges that the ocean is facing with litter, pollution, and everything else? But what do you think that the audience should do to help the ocean? Obviously, go to Love Blue's cleanup if you're, they're in the East Coast. Yep. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but if you're unable to be a part of Love Blue Inc. yet, I encourage you to first see what kind of local organizations, local ocean conservation that are involved that are involved in actually doing the work first and foremost i believe sometimes we miss the greater excellence of our life because we're so focused on thinking that someone else has not had that idea yet Mm. so let us learn that if we want to get involved let's see okay well who also has that same mindset that same heart in the in the intention that i have and then look at your options develop your options and then see what you are comfortable with because also understand that your outreach it's something that comes from out of you there's no response there's no you're not going to get anything back mm-hmm. so make sure that whatever you give out it, it it aligns with your comfort zone now you may evolve you may just say oh i can only come to one and i can only do this meeting or this cleanup or i can only come to this function and the next thing you know, you end up coming president or you becoming, you know, I mean, over here, you know, pot calling the kettle black, you know, but it's like you, you, and I, and I had that heart. I was like, look, I am supporting, first of all, my best friend, because I believe in this. And then it turned in, well, first of all, I'm concerned about you and I don't want you to go to jail. So I'll be your legal advisor. And then it turns up uh, because it was just so, a lot of things were getting into the, I said, no, I said, no. 
we need to, we no, you need some legal advice. No. And when I when I don't know, we'll get the advice from the lawyers. <laughs> so, so I had to put on my Kim Kardashian suit and say, all right, I had to lawyer up. You know? look right now i couldn't just be somebody legal advisor and not look right and i said well since my girl uh sister kardashian over there doing it they, i think i can i can hold my own in the legal legal realm and then it, it evolved into this as me serving as vice president internal vice presiding officer his, his right hand man and and i'm just like it's kind of cool now because i'm just kind of now being paid for all the stuff that I had to deal with as his best friend before so it's cool that I don't have to you know um uh, uh deal with all of you know as a best friend now I'm getting I got a cool you know future with it but I truly am at a point where I'm grateful I I'm grateful and I want the I want us to I want us to grow and I want us to be present, most importantly in our visions, but it will take some time. And Love Blue is ready for that step by step. I can't wait to see what Love Blue does in the future. And yeah, I just can't wait to see what you guys do. And I am hoping I get to like come to a beach cleanup one day. Seriously, I really want to participate in Love Blue's cleanup. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, definitely, guys, you know, get into whatever comfort zone you're into, whatever you've been called to outreach. It may not even be ocean conservation. I'll take a step further because most of my, I professionalize in community affairs, in community outreach. So even if you start off with just something related to just something outside of you, you know, do that, yeah. do that because some way, somehow you're helping this world be, become a better place when you do that yeah like helping um business and finance of a ocean conservation that's step ocean conservation group that is helping the ocean and most definitely yeah and they yeah and it kind of goes back to what i said earlier with if you want to help something involving the world and your background might not be traditional as some people who are dedicating to help that issue in the world that's fine right you do what, what you can do to help um to help with that issue and it's definitely going to make a huge progress because like i said a simple act can make a huge difference in the world that's right yeah that's right all right before we um end this interview i do want to ask you one simple question mm -hmm. what's your favorite marine animal my favorite marine animal is the beluga whale really mm -hmm. the beluga Why? whale first of all society has such a negative connotation about the beluga whale but it's a hustler it know how to survive <laughs> it know how to survive and, and correct me if i'm wrong because i don't know all the details about it but a beluga whale is able to stand over it, it can survive like over 80 70 uh, 80 years or something do you know any of knowledge of that? I don't want to educate. That's not an educating moment, listeners. I don't know that for facts. <laughs> and I can ask Siri after this, but I believe the beluga whale is one of the whales that can last, um, that can survive longest of the whale, of the whale mammoth family. Hmm. I think that might be true. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. This was such a um, great time. This I don't know if I have laughed harder in this interview than any other interview that I've done. 
Oh, I'm glad I was able to bring joy. This was a joy. I really thank you so much again, Carolyn. This is such a privilege. Oh my God, this was such an honor to interview. What I think you guys are like the top organization, ocean conservation organizations in the U.S. And it was such an honor Thank to you. interview you guys. It's such amazing. I'm hoping maybe next season I interview both you and AJ together because I would really that love to good. get to know you guys a little bit more personally. And also, I kind of want to hear the story of how you two meet because it sounds like a really cool story. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. He is my best friend first and my president second. But yeah, I, I actually think that is a great idea. We should do that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for being on my podcast today. Is there anything else that you want to say to our lovely audience? Um, thank you all so much for listening in. Please develop a community outreach habit of yours. Uh, ocean conservation is one avenue, but there are so many others. Thank you so much. May heaven smile upon you. And I look forward to seeing you all next time. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. I'll see you later. Up and that's the bling. That means it's time to wrap up this episode. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Geronde. And I hope to see you soon on the next episode of The Ocean and Me. I'll see you later. Happy holidays.